0: Hi, John. How are you doing today? Hi, Elliot. Great. My daughter, Melissa, got married in a socially distant uh, beach wedding of only 10 of us rather than 80 in um, California the weekend. So we were happy that she was able to do that
1: and uh, everybody got back safely. Sounds like uh, a pretty good result given the uh, environmental circumstances these days. Yeah. So uh, I know we've talked about this a number of times, but uh, I thought it would, uh, given what's going on, it would make sense for us to talk about the uh, Anti-Money Laundering Act of uh, 2020, which is embedded in the National Defense Authorization Act, which um, has been uh, kicking around Congress for a while. Uh, There was a conference report from the Conference Committee of the Senate and the House, and the House passed the conference report. On Tuesday, December eighth, um, as you and I are speaking uh, late in the afternoon on uh, December tenth, the Senate is um, uh, taking action on the floor as we speak. They have not yet voted. Um, and I know we've talked a lot about it, but as we uh, as we got a chance to take a look at the language, the actual language that's in the conference report, what did you see that? Um, uh, Maybe is a little more buried, if you will, but really has some value.
0: Yeah, so we're going to spend a lot of time on this in in 2021, obviously. There's going to be regulations that come out of this. There's going to be a number of reports and strategies. And so there's going to be a lot of work for us in the AML community, but good good work because a lot of these things – over time have become pretty important for our, for our mem- uh, the members of our community. So a couple of things that jumped out at me, besides the obvious one about beneficial ownership, which a lot of people will comment on, um, there's some things in there that we've constantly opined on, and that is training for examiners. Uh, while examiners do get trained, uh, there has always been concern that sometimes because of what they're focused on, they don't always see the forest from the trees, not an overt criticism, but one I think is, is justified. So in this bill, in the, in the conference report, a training program for examiners from the various federal agencies will be created. And it's got to include risk profiles, financial crime patterns. And to me, what's very important, an understanding of why programs are necessary for law enforcement and how they can result sometimes in de-risking. So I think, That, in addition to the current training that goes on, is a welcomed addition. Other things that I've seen in there that I think are valuable, uh, FinCEN is going to uh, be tasked with soliciting additional feedback from institutions on SARS and discussing trends. They've done some of that in the past. I was personally involved with their SAR activity review, which sadly disappeared. But this will require them to share feedback with regulators and, in some cases, disclose to individual institutions, when they can, information on the utility of SARs filed. I think that's very valuable. And then there's a couple of studies in there to look at the reporting regime, the value of SARs, the value of CTR, should be threshold increases, whether there should be in the SAR regime, perhaps a a what I would call a short SAR or things like structuring where you wouldn't have to spend a ton of time. You could simply provide that information. So a number of those I think could really improve the environment. There's a number of other things in there, uh, as well, but those, those are a few that jumped out at me. And like I said, we will both, as will the company look at a lot of these other sections and provide input as we go forward.
1: Yeah. And, and, and it will be all of 2021 to get things written in, um, uh, all the, you know, uh, all the studies launched and, and all of those kinds of things. Um, and so I, I think that that's, um, uh, it's going to be an interesting year, uh, as we've also talked about, you know, uh, FinCEN, um, has, uh, put out, uh, other requests for input, you know, about how things ought to look in the old, in the entire regime. So as they're working on, uh, Regulations that specifically will support uh, what's in the conference report, I would it wouldn't be surprised to see them bake in some of the things that they learned in the advance notice of proposed rulemaking and other things. So, um, this will be um, as busy a year on the regulatory side as we've seen in quite some time.
0: Uh, exactly. And again, there's so much in here for those of you out there that are in the R community. If you've been here for a while biggest change since the Patriot Act without question, but it's going to task us with filing comments, being engaged as stakeholders. Uh, And um, I know Elliot and I will talk in a a few weeks and months regarding the Biden administration and how they plan to address these issues through the Justice Department, through the Treasury and that. Uh, And let's make it very clear, folks, there will be a Biden administration. So uh, we're going to go forward and learn as much as we can about what their priorities are. And we will present those and have additional dialogue going forward.
1: Well, thanks, John. Uh, You have a good, safe uh, rest of the week and I will talk to you next week. Take care, Elliot. Yep, bye-bye.